Hey, welcome to Keep Moving Forward Podcast with Tom O'Leary. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Thanks for all the feedback and interaction. Uh, Thank you for passing the podcast on to friends and family members. Um, I'm just so grateful. And for those that are financially supporting, thank you so much. It's just, uh, I'm just so, so, so grateful. Well, today is a great podcast. We're going to be talking about being happy when you don't feel it. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. We've all been there. (laughs) We just don't feel it. We're not feeling the joy, if you know what I mean. But I think God gives us a plan on how to be happy even when we don't feel it. Now, I've discovered that when you have pain in your life, sometimes that's really hard to be happy in the midst of that pain. And certainly it could be uh, physical pain. It could be emotional pain. I'll never forget a football coach uh, saying that, you know, if he strikes his thumb with a hammer, uh, the last thing that he wants to do is just say, oh, well, pine cones or whatever. You know, when we're in pain, we want to, you know, get angry and yell and say things maybe we shouldn't say and all of that. And so it's this understanding that God has a better way. In fact, in James 1 verse 2, it says, count it all joy when you face many trials of various kinds, like all kinds of trials that are coming and hitting you. And I kind of think back uh, when I was playing video games as a kid in an arcade back in the day. And uh, asteroids, you know, and you, you're trying to take your little jet through the asteroids and, and the asteroids are coming and just one after another, right? Many trials of various kinds. And then, and then it starts out with though, count it all joy. And when I was younger, I would see that verse, James one, verse two, count it all joy when you're going through H E double hockey sticks. And I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> Who does that? But what if, what if God had a better way? Because that verse goes on to say, it will lead you to be mature and complete. Interesting. Like think if you were living your life just the very best, mature, uh, that word complete, you know, H-O-L-E, whole, like you're you're put together, you're whole, you're complete, you're healthy, all of those things. And guess what? That leads to joy. So Jesus said something really, really powerful in the Gospel of John. John 15, verse 9 through 11. Jesus said, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. Okay, verse 11. Listen to this. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Okay, if your brain didn't just explode, it should have. It was like this is the gold mine. It's all about Jesus saying, I've experienced the love of the Father and I am now giving you that love. And to remain in his love and and do life his way. And in that place, the reason why he's telling you that is so that his joy would be in you. And that, in fact, 
your joy would be complete. That, you know, full, complete, uh, to, to the, the level that you could be most joyful all the way there, right? That's why Jesus told us. So I'm going to dive into some scriptures here. Some from uh, Psalms, which means song. It's, uh, you know, in the Old Testament, it's the largest book in the Bible, but filled with a lot of insight on joy and happiness. And then we want to look also to the words of Jesus. So we're going to kind of go back and forth between Psalms and the words of Jesus. So let's kick it off at Psalm 37, verse 4. This is going to capture number one that I'm going to give you on being happy even when you don't feel it. So Psalm 37, verse 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Number one, enjoy God. There it is. That's the starting point. The starting point is Him. The starting point is not us. We turn to Him. And so to delight in Him, that means like have your pleasure, your enjoyment, your full happiness in Him. I I love the Westminster Catechism state that says the chief end of mankind is is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. The first time I heard that, I go, wow, I could do that. Isn't that interesting? That last line, enjoy Him forever. So when we turn to God and make Him the starting point, now we're on the right path, the right track of really being happy, even when we may not feel it. But then now we're inviting God into it. So we're turning to Him, delighting in Him, and so we're enjoying Him. And the things that He does, His creation, that's a huge one. One time Sherry and I, my wife Sherry and I, were sitting on the beach in the sand, looking at the ocean, but we're in a little bit of an argument. And so we're having this little argument, and all of a sudden the sunset comes down, 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 and it was just breathtaking. It was awesome. It was just, you know, wow. One of those sunsets, one of those wow sunsets. And we both just were staring at it and got caught into it. And all of a sudden we weren't arguing anymore. We, I, I can't even remember what we were arguing about because we were taking in God's creation. We were both just blown away and, and, and recognizing God's creation. All of a sudden, there's something bigger than our petty little arguments, right? Uh, Lately, I've been really fascinated about the stars. I love just looking up at the stars, and and I'm kind of curious, like, what does God say about stars? Well, in Psalm 147, verse 4, it says that God has numbered all the stars, and catch this, and calls them by name. I mean, is that crazy? The God of the universe who flung stars into existence and calls them by name, well, he knows your name and he loves you so, so much. Think of it this way on, okay, how do you enjoy God? Okay, because for some of you, that might be kind of a trippy thing to say, even though for decades, you know, this, this statement, this mission that we're to glorify God and enjoy him forever is... You know, it's been out there, but how do you do it? Well, I would encourage you, think of a relationship. What do you want in a really wonderful, healthy 
relationship? Well, you probably experience friendship. You probably uh, experience love. Um, you you are joyful in the other person's presence. Uh, you know, whether it's your kids or grandkids or your spouse or your brother or sister or, you know, someone you're close to, your best friend, whatever. Um, and you just like being in their presence. Well, now apply that to God because guess what? You know, you have this friendship. Jesus actually says, I now call you friends. So you're, you're that level. You're a co-heir in the kingdom of God. Uh, you know, you belong, you're family. And in that you, uh, can experience his love, that the Father loves you, he loves you, and and that's enjoying God, enjoying that love and that wonderful mercy and grace and kindness that he pours out on you, and then just sitting in his presence, that's going to bring joy. So that's how you enjoy God. That's number one. All right, let's go number two. We're going to stick with Psalms here, and Psalm 118 verse 24 says, this is the day the Lord has made. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. That is interesting. Number two is go there every day. You know what I'm saying? Like go to the well, go to the joy, go to the happiness. As scripture says here in Psalm 118 verse 24, we will rejoice and be glad in it. This is a day that God has made. He's given it to you. And because every day's a gift, you're going to purposely go, I'm rejoicing in it. I am going to be glad in it. So this scripture really is talking about some human will, if you will. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it quite like that, but yeah, that's what it means. You you have skin in the game. You got to be able to go, you know what? I am going to choose to rejoice. I'm going to choose to say, this is another day. This is another opportunity to be happy, to be glad. I'm going to be glad in this day. And wow. And when you shift your perspective to that Wow, this is an opportunity to be glad, to be joyful, to be happy, to rejoice. And you string some of those days together, man, they start to build on each other because the opposite is true. When we get real pouty and angry and stressed and you string those days, you know, together, yeah, boy, we start going down a dark hole real quick. But what if we strung some really happy days together and and each one is building, building, building on the other? I kind of think of it like exercise. Like when you are in the rhythm of exercise and you're doing it every day, it builds. You string days together and it builds and it builds and it builds. And then when you stop exercising and you start going the other way, it's really hard to get back into it. I've been doing a lot of swimming lately. And I tell you what, I've done this before where I've been swimming and then I stop and I take, you know, months off and then I go back to it. And wow, you know, like lately I've been swimming uh, literally over a mile every day and just loving it, just loving it. But 
uh, there were times where, you know, I would stop, you know, back in the day and, and not be swimming. And then I go back to the pool and I try to, you know, I'm not even doing uh, one tenth of them. I'm like, can I get five laps? In? <laughs> this is really hard. And so it is interesting that when we get into a daily rhythm, that things start to build that direction. What if we did that with happiness? What if we did that with joy? As the scripture says, this is the day the Lord has made. It's a gift. He's giving you this day. And it says, we will rejoice. I like that. And I like that it says we. That means you and me. We're in it together. We will rejoice. So number two is go there every day. Okay, now let's jump to Jesus' words. Back to the Gospel of John, John 16, verse 24. Jesus says this, Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask, and you will receive, and your joy will be complete. Number three, what if we started asking for joy? That's number three, ask for joy. And again, Jesus is saying and I, I, I got a little convicted about this. He says, until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Look, obviously, he's talking to an audience, you know, 2,000 years ago. But he's also, Scripture's alive. It's speaking to, to you. Have you asked for things in Jesus' name? And, you know, my wife Sherry and I were talking about it, like, oh, you know what? We got to start, when we're praying about this certain thing, uh, let's, let's really ask in Jesus' name. What? If you ask for joy, because Jesus said, the reason why I'm telling you this is that, in fact, you will, your joy will be complete. Um, wow. Some, some, uh, translations say your joy will be full. F-U-L-L. Full. Like, like complete, full to the brim, like running over. And, you know, scripture tells us you have not because you ask not. So, I want to encourage you, start asking the Lord for joy, for joy and peace and happiness. And it's okay to ask for that. It's, it's in the word, it's scripture. So we got to go from just wishing something would happen to let's ask it in Jesus name. You know, father in heaven, fill me with joy. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. It's as simple as that. You know, instead of just kind of wishing something's going to happen. Here we are going into Christmas. We're in the Christmas season. And it took me back to when I was in second grade. Seven years old. Long time ago. And my second grade teacher, it was right around between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And she was talking about the American Indians and there was this red corn, so it was like a dried corn uh, on the cob, corn on the cob, and, but it was dry, and it was red, and uh, she was saying, now, you know, there's a tradition where you make a wish uh, on the red corn, so each one of us are going to take a turn to take the red corn, go to the corner of the classroom, and make a wish. Well, it was my turn, and I take the red corn wishing corn and I go to the corner and I pray instead of wishing. I, it's such a odd memory as a little boy, but I'm like, God, I'm, 
I don't believe in wishing. I believe in praying. And I pray this Christmas I'd get a red bicycle. <laughs> That's what I prayed for. And, you know, it's so crazy. I never told my parents what I wanted for Christmas. I didn't even say the color or whatever. And sure enough, a couple weeks later on Christmas morning, there was a red bicycle uh, by the Christmas tree. It was a Christmas miracle. Now, <laughs> now here's my point, because we don't always get what we ask for for Christmas uh, as uh, children or as an adult. Here's the difference, though. I want you to catch wishing versus praying, wishing versus asking the God of the universe to do something. So for me, when I look back at that time as a seven-year-old boy, I feel like God was revealing, hey, ask and you will receive, you know, engage in that. And so my encouragement is don't wish, but ask and fill the freedom to ask for joy. That's number three. Okay, two more. Number four here, we're going to jump back to the Psalms. And then on the last one, we'll jump back to the words of Jesus. So here we go. Psalm 71, verse 23. My lips will shout for joy when I sing praise to you. That's Psalm 71, verse 23. And so number four here is shout for joy. Here's another great verse. Psalm 100, verse 1 goes right here with it of make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. You know, that's a powerful thing. Like God's saying, shout with joy. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> you know, I mean, you just go for it. It's so funny because it's like if your favorite team scores, you go, yeah! If they win the game, yeah! You know, well, if you're doing that for some football team or basketball team or soccer team or whatever team, you know, what about the God of the universe? You know, like, yeah. And, you know, I, I tell you, you can do it in your car. That's a great place to shout for joy. You know, people driving by might think, oh, his team just scored. But, you know, you know what it is. Yeah, God, I'm shouting to you with joy. Okay. Are you getting the picture? That's what we got to do. I love that it says in Psalm 100 verse one, make a joyful noise to the Lord. See, some of you go, oh, Tom, I don't sing. I'm a horrible singer. And so I can't sing, you know, worth anything. And, you know, so I can't really sing worship songs. Listen, it says, make a joyful noise to the Lord. Your singing might be noise, not to God if it's joyful. So you, just, you belt it out with all joy. And uh, you know what? You're going to be right where you need to be. And, you know, it's interesting. I remember hearing this a long time ago, the difference between a fan and a fanatic. Okay. And this whole idea of shouting and screaming. So if you're in a stadium and you're with thousands of people and your team scores and you shout, woo, that's a fan. That's a fan. A fanatic is when you're in a stadium and no one's around and there's no game going on <laughs> and you're shouting, woo, that, you know, on your own is a little on the crazy side, you know, the fanatic side. So the point is, is that there is a game going on all the time. Uh, Jesus is always on the move. And so that's where we can shout for joy. 
So that's number four. Shout for joy. Okay, last one. Number five, as promised, Jesus' words. Luke 6, verse 24, Jesus said, Blessed are you who hunger now, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. I love how Jesus loved laughter. He, he said, you know what? You might be really sad. You might be crying. But guess what? You're going to laugh one day. Um, you know what number five is? And when I read that scripture of Luke 6, 24, Jesus' words, it says, you know, there's a bright future. So number five is believe in a bright future for you will laugh. Laughter is coming. Believe in a bright future. It says, you know, those who are hungering that you're, you, you hunger now. What, what are you hungering for? Are you hungering for healing? Are you hungering for peace? Are you hungering for joy? What are you hungering for? Well, Jesus says, you know, it's going to happen. Stay the course, keep his commands, remain in his love, and you are going to get where you need to get. You're going and Jesus says you're going to be satisfied. Oh, this is really good too. <clears throat> when Jesus says, "Blessed are the blessed are you," uh, Sermon on the Mount, and here in Luke six, uh, "blessed" translates in the New Testament Greek "supremely happy." Isn't that crazy? So He says, "Supremely happy are you who weep now, for you will laugh." You're going to be blessed. You're supremely happy. And so you can believe that a bright future is coming. I remember reading a study one time about people uh, who survived Nazi concentration camps during World War II. And they did a study of all the people who uh, lived to tell about it, uh, who, you know, did not die uh, in the concentration camps. And one thing, after all the studying that they did and research, is they found out there was one common denominator for those who lived to tell about it and made it through the concentration camps and made it back home to America, was that de- common denominator was hope. They, they had hope. They believed that one day... Uh, the future was going to be brighter, that one day they would be back with their family, that one day they would walk in freedom uh, in America. They, they had hope. And I'm telling you, you can have that hope. You can believe because God's on the move. God loves you. Jesus' words are telling you, you know, it's coming. It's, you're, there's going to be a day you're going to be laughing. Believe in a bright future. Okay, let me recap. Here we go. Because we're, we're, you know, taking God's word, just applying it to our lives and being happy even when we don't feel it. So here we go. Number one, enjoy God. Enjoy God forever. Just feel that freedom. Enjoy God. Number two, go there every day. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I will, and I will be glad in it. You got to go there in heart, mind, soul, thoughts. I'm going there every day. Number three, ask for joy. Ask. Jesus is saying, ask in his name. 
Jesus wants your joy to be complete and full. So we're asking for joy. Number four, shout, shout, shout it all out. There you go. Shout for joy. Shout for joy. Go take a drive in your car and just start shouting for joy. And you're going to feel this freedom. Um, and remember, you know, if, if you think you're a bad singer, you know, it says make a joyful noise, you know, so be like Elf, you know, I'm singing, I'm singing, you, you know that Christmas movie, Elf? Anyway, okay, shout for joy. And number five, believe in a bright future. Believe it, believe it, believe it. Laughter is on its way. Believe in a bright future. And I believe If you enjoy God, go there every day, ask for joy, shout for joy, and believe in a bright future, you're going to experience joy. You're going to be happy even when you weren't feeling it. It's, it's, it's going to rise in you. Hey, let me pray for you. God, thank you so much for each person listening. Uh, God, I pray you encourage them today and that God, that they really truly can be joyful. Uh, regardless of circumstances, God. So just pull them in and uh, up and out of the muck of the world and the lies of the enemy and the brokenness all around and, and remind them of your truth and your goodness, your love, your mercy, your grace, and the joy that is available, that it is a fruit of your spirit, the Holy Spirit. And so give them that joy, I pray. Encourage them, fill them, and help us to apply these things to our life so that we truly, day in, day out, can be joyful. Thank you, Lord. Bless them, I pray. Bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thanks again for tuning in to the Keep Moving Forward podcast. So grateful. We are moving forward, aren't we? In great things and that God has before us. Hey, you know, if you know someone who's maybe down in the dumps, uh, is experiencing sadness, uh, you know, I would encourage you to send this message to them or just send them to the website, tomoleary.org. Uh, and uh, let them be encouraged. And, you know, also, I want to just say thank you for, you know, asking questions. It, it leads me to other topics for the podcast. And again, thank you so much uh, for those that are able to donate. It's, it's just a tremendous blessing to keep the podcast going. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Never forget, God loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And I'm for you. God bless.